Welcome to Toasted Lavender. We're queer. We're here. We're queer. And we are drinking beer. We're definitely drinking beer. Mm, beer. Cheers. Oh, cheers to all of you. Cheers. That's good. We should cheers. We should all cheers. Got a great note to start off on. My name's Alex. My pronouns are she and her. And I'm ready to traumatize myself. <laughs> all over again. <laughs> this has happened before? No. Okay. <laughs> but I want to seem like I'm experienced. Okay. In trauma? Yeah, okay. in trauma. That might also be a theme. Um, <laughs> my name's Lindsay. I use she and her pronouns. And I make the homies say ho and the girlies want to scream. Oh! <laughs> that was a good one. That was really good. That was good. I wasn't ready for that. I'm Lisa, and I use she and her pronouns. We're here. We're doing it. I'm Kai. I am here, and my pronouns are he, him, and I'm a record store guy. If you couldn't tell from that sound, <laughs> we are all drinking beer and recording this podcast. What are you drinking, Alex? I am drinking a Mexican lager from New Mexico. It's Good. from the Ex Novo Brewery, and it's called the most interesting lager in the world. <laughs> That's a good one. Wow. Name. Is it? Would you agree? It's exactly what I expected it to be. Okay. Great. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> it's fine. It's great. It's just fine. Lindsay here, uh, drinking Bell's Incessant Double New England IPA that we picked up in Albuquerque because there's no way in hell uh, we would get Bell's in Utah. Yep. Lisa, what are you drinking? I am drinking a New Mexico style IPA. What does that mean, Lisa? It means it's an IPA that was brewed in New Mexico. <laughs> okay. Because I Googled it and Google didn't know what that meant. Okay. So <laughs> it is from Rio Bravo Brewing in Albuquerque, and it's called Beer Against Humanity. And I'm enjoying the novelty of the beer can looking like Cards a Cards Against, against Humanity. Humanity card. So it's a nice little gimmick. I'm also right. enjoying that. And if I were them, I feel like it would be a great cop-out. For sure. It's a regular ass IPA. <laughs> Perfect. Does it taste regular ass? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty regular does. ass. Yeah. Um, I'm Kai and I am not drinking a wine cooler. Anymore. Thank Anymore. <laughs> I've now moved on to bigger Kai and better things. Drink a wine cooler <laughs> but I've moved on to a La Cerveza from Corona, and Alex was kind enough to give me a fresh line, so things are looking up. I think you, it's required if to you have a yeah. lime with a with this. Absolutely, that's I why I picked my beer. Straight to hell if you because there was a lime. Corona <laughs> yeah. lime. Fair enough. We all decided to start this podcast to talk about queer issues, queer. Culture, queer things. Queer selves. So, 
I volunteered to take the first subject, and today we are going to talk about your queer root. I feel like I've been trying to discover my queer root my whole life. Well, today's the day for you to talk about it. There's a great scene in the movie, but I'm a cheerleader, oh. where... The camp counselor. Yes, we've all seen it. Okay, we've all seen it. The camp counselor, (laughs) RuPaul. Oh my God, I forgot it's RuPaul. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a group counseling session, and he asks everyone to talk about their queer root, or their gay root. Yeah. What's your gay root? And it's in this context of, if we figure out what made you gay... We can resolve that and make you ungay, normal, <laughs> like heterosexual. Don't even worry about it. the The irony is that that movie is a lot of people's queer root. That's true. Absolutely, yeah, that, is, that is the irony. Natasha Leone. So it's a real like three sixty. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. I have an ex. Fun fact: she realized she was gay while watching that movie. Why was she watching that movie if she wasn't already gay? Right. That's what I want okay. to know. Let's, she was in elementary school and she was <laughs> watching elementary school. Elementary school? What kind of mother did she have? Well, you absolutely came out when you were in elementary school. so you I wasn't just... watching, but I'm a cheerleader, well, though. There's a scene where RuPaul, his character's name is Mike, asks the campers, what's your gay root? And the, the answers that they give are... One person was born in France. That's their gay root. (laughs) One person's mother got married while wearing pants. Oh, (laughs) that's good. Again, like in this context, it's we're going to figure out from these reasons why you're gay. And then we're going to like make you do. The opposite or. Yes. Like very. Undo the root. Gender specific chores where the guys are like chopping wood and. The girls are vacuuming or whatever. (laughs) And that's supposed to fix them, right? (laughs) To sum up, I think that that interpretation of a gay root or a queer root is a little problematic. Yes. It's not... Because my mom wore pants at her wedding. (laughs) Right. That's not why anyone is gay or queer or whatever. That's Um, a good disclaimer. Yeah. So we're not going down that road. The way that I wanted to construct this subject is what are better ways to think of your your root, um, like an early sign of your queerness, or when you realize that you were not the same as everyone else around you, your friends. I like this, um, I like this framework a lot. And... If there are any like specific events or role models or media figures that played a big role in your queer consciousness, something that you look back on now and you're like, this made too much sense. And why didn't anyone tell me that I was gay? (laughs) (laughs) Could have saved me a lot of time. (laughs) Yes, like I I would have felt a lot better about myself if somebody would have told me that, you know, it's okay. Yep that you like this thing. I will go first. My number one is probably the movie Mulan. 
<laughs> I think this is the. Cheers I think Mulan. yes. Cheers yeah, can to we Mulan. All just take a minute to cheers to Mulan. <laughs> I'll cheers, but I was not a Mulan. Mulan. Right. We recently watched the Mulan cartoon a couple months ago. We did, and I was like, "Holy shit! Yeah, I can see. Yeah, how this is. <laughs> this impacted your life yes. as a young child. Yes. Um, it was a huge movie when I was probably twelve, and I feel like a lot of millennial lesbian or queer people identified with Mulan. 98, Mulan. Okay. I was so in I first was like, grade in 98, so... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I also remember similar feelings, so I mean... Right. So the main themes that I kind of drew from this was gender doesn't really matter and girls can do what boys can do. Mulan has to hide her gender and who she is to fit in and to do the right thing, like, for her family and for her country and whatever. Right, because she was... There was no brother. There was no son. There was no brother. So take on that role, and she didn't want her dad to Her elderly, crippled father was going to go into battle, be called into service to fight in the war. He was ready to go. And he's like, no, I'll do it. And so... In the middle of the night, Mulan, like, steals his sword and goes and joins the army. Can we just pay homage to the moment where she's such a badass and just, like, cuts her hair with the sword? Yes! Just, like, <laughs> just in one fell swoop. Yes, it's like Disney G.I. Like, Jane. Like, yes! Is. God, that's just, like, a yes. boner moment. <laughs> <laughs> it is! It is! I, I support the boner moment. Um, no, I don't wow. know how to feel about that. No, we'll it makes a lot of sense. Boner Lady boner we will. Moment. We will be seeing boner moments throughout this show. I so. refuse to say it. Okay, I wish you I would have known that coming in. <laughs> well. The only thing that I wanted to point out is that Disney really, I think they stumbled here. I think because, a lot of okay, in the 90s. Right. There was a, a lot of stumbling. Yeah. But it's interesting that Mulan's family was only proud of her when she saved all of China and not that she saved her father from going to war. Right. It wasn't that she tried. It's right. that she saved the whole damn country. So 98, <laughs> I think... That's prime, like, like figuring 10, myself 11. out time. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're kind of conscious of the greater world. Yeah. You're exploring... I watched Mulan a lot. And your parents, did they buy it? Was it a VHS I, that you... Here's what's funny. I think that my parents gave me the VHS of Mulan and the CD of Dido oh, in wow. my Easter the basket. starter pack for your Easter <laughs> present. How did they know that... That's what you... Was it the one that has thank you on it? Yes, of course it is. Did she have another album? Isn't that the name of the album? I'm sure. That sounds familiar. Okay, can I ask a question about Mulan? I would love it if you asked a question. Did you want to be her or did you want to be with her? Ooh. Mm. Well, she's a cartoon. (laughs) Well, (laughs) what a cop out. What don't, if you were okay a cartoon, okay? Know. Just imagine uh, Alex the cartoon. Do you want to be her or do you want to be with her? Were you fantasizing about her or were you like dressing up as her? Can I preface this with something? 
Of so course you can. This is a safe space. Alex. It is a podcast, but go ahead. <laughs> also, the only girl on a Little League baseball team. I'm going to bring that up later. Well, I ruined it. <laughs> but no, I will right edit now. that out. <laughs> I just, I just want to say. There I are some like. like this is some context for this question. Yes, there are some overlapping themes between my life and the life of Mulan. So maybe you, so wanted, you wanted to, to be, be her. I think that's where I land. Okay. Does everybody else at okay this table want to like just quickly chime in on whether they? Because I feel I don't know, Lindsay. Maybe you don't have to because you didn't resonate with Mulan, but I think Lisa and I both did. Did you want to be yeah. her? Did you want to be with her, Lisa? I was, like, more into the, like, Christina Aguilera music video. Oh, my. Of Do the you Mulan remember that? song. And she's sitting in, like, the cherry blossoms. Mm-hmm. She sings that. Mm-hmm. The theme song. I Can remember. Can you give me a little, song? like, hum of the song? It's the reflection song. When will my reflection oh, show? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who I am inside. Right. I don't remember the video. That was great, honey. I, I don't remember the video. <laughs> I feel like you um, had moved on in your musical career probably by this time. You were listening to Tupac. You there was also some Donny Osmond. I was very into that soundtrack. Oh, okay. I feel like Donny Osmond sings the the fight song, like oh, the Manly yes. Man song. Oh, right. And then there was like a Stevie Wonder song on that. And hold up. Let's get hold down on. to business. <laughs> There's yes. A- to defeat... Defeat the, the Huns. Huns. Yeah, the Huns. Not ready for uh, there's also a song I'm that's like, okay with it. I'll make you a man or whatever. <laughs> Mister, I'll make a man yes. out of you. That's the same song. Dun, dun, yes. Dun. Okay. Yes. Okay. Honey, thanks for taking on. <laughs> Just like banging on those <laughs> yeah, imaginary. Drums. You know we can't get the rights to play clips to these songs, so thank you. Maybe one day. If that's you a great interpretation of the Donny Osmond song. You must be strong oh. as a raging <laughs> fire. I'm sorry, but this is what you're going to have to deal with until you subscribe to our Patreon. We, we only have two hours to, to record <laughs> music from the All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but yeah, I was really into the music and the soundtrack so and the music videos. So less about the... with or be... I wanted to be Mulan, for sure. Okay. That, like, badass... The oh, hair the thing. Hair thing. Yeah. And they currently had a really... I w- yeah. So at the time it came out, I was doing baton. Okay. Oh, <laughs> of course you were. I was doing baton. Performing baton. Yeah, like I was in parades and stuff. and like Get out of town, It was a Lisa. thing in California. It was not a thing when I moved here. Like it wasn't even an option. We don't have parades in Utah. I you didn't know <laughs> anybody that was doing baton when well, I went to high school. Yeah, you didn't live in California. Well, clearly. But I just kind of felt like Mulan, you know, and she, like, has the big stick. and the she's, she's, like, training how to fight and right. stuff. I just kind of felt like my Yeah, she has like the that. whole, like, f- like, preparation scene where she is, like, I don't know. She Shielding just knows this stuff. And like- yeah, and she just had so much confidence, and she was such a badass. And, like, yeah, she's like, I'm just going to do it. And then there's the whole, like, we got to find you a husband. No one's going to like you, you big dummy. And she's like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, that resonated yeah. with me. Yeah, that's fine. I don't need a husband. 
What about you, Kai? Did you want to be her or did you want to be with her? I think I wanted to be with her, to be oh, honest. Yeah, that I'm sure right. no one here is surprised. Yeah, we're not surprised by that. We're not surprised. <laughs> I like strong women. Who doesn't? Uh, who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? Anything else to touch on with Mulan? Oh, Mulan. <laughs> you, on? you watched the movie a couple months ago for right, the first so, time. And so my Mulan experience was like your But I'm a Cheerleader experience. Yeah. Where I You're an adult. Visited Mulan as an adult and it just was very very gay <laughs> that's that's interesting to watch it the first time as an adult with like a fresh perspective yeah well not knowing anything about it well i mean i had obviously heard i had talked about it like right. oh this is like a piece of gay me history. as a child that i can gay i can history. look back on and like you know Right. Identify as something that, that I haven't seen the live action Mulan yet. It came out like two years ago. We haven't. I don't want to be. Talked we've it. talked about it. Yeah. I don't want to be disappointed. I've heard that it's like kind of meh. Yeah. I'm gonna let cartoon Mulan simmer in my brain forever. Yeah, I, I don't want that. my queer hero Mulan to be ruined by some live action lady that's not. Not really actually queer. Yeah. Right. So. The other thing that I think is really interesting is that I, so when I was growing up, uh, we went to the library a lot. We rented a lot of books and we rented, I rented a lot of movies. And I was thinking when I was doing the show notes for this about all these like really overtly gay queer movies that I rented that Nobody was just like, hey, why are you renting this? Did you mean, did you mean Yes, to? I sought them out. Like, I... Okay, because I watch a lot of... Right. But I it wasn't like, I'm I, queer, I'm looking no, for queer I, movies. It was just like, you no. had a weird, like, undiscovered interest. I was just like, oh, I'm into this. I kay. gotta watch this. Okay. So, like, what, for example? Like, what films in particular? <laughs> One of the first ones that I rented by myself... I was probably like 13. I was living with my dad and my grandparents. I rented Philadelphia. Oh, wow. As a 13 yes. year old. That's it's completely really inappropriate I'm, I'm, for someone. But your parents age. weren't, your this, dad and no, grandparents he was, weren't monitoring. It was no. fine. You could watch it and it was I fine. I could watch whatever this I wanted. Pre internet? How did you know of its existence? Uh, I just came across it at the library. Did you just read the back and you're yeah, like, Yeah, I'm like, oh, yes, this I is something I want to watch. And yeah, and I'm like, Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, AIDS. These are all things I want to watch. <laughs> Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, AIDS. Okay. It That's was mature of you. It was very like heavy. And I remember just being like, wow, this is very heavy subject material for a 13 year old. 13 year old. I also rented Boys Don't Cry. Oh, how old were you when you rented that? 13, 14. Dude, I still. And so I was just devastated ugh, all the time. I still, like, I've seen that movie twice, and I don't know that I will ever have, like, the emotional capacity to ever watch it again. Especially now that you can, movie. like, visual like you understand i think now like and, and i don't know maybe it's a devastating movie to anybody that watches it but i think now 
I've had like some retrospect on why it was so devastating to me the first couple times that I saw it because it's just like absolutely gut wrenching. Yes. But so Hillary Swank is just a star yes. in that movie. Like it's just absolutely incredible and like breathtaking, but just horrible. Yes. We watched Disclosure like a couple months ago and it had scenes from that because mm-hmm. it talked about it and I was just like, oh shit. And I like remembered. I'm like, oh my God, I remember how upset I was. <sighs> yeah. The other thing that I did was I rented Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> oh when I was 13 and I, I knew that it was too like risque to watch at my grandparents' house. So you waited till did no you one was So to watch it? what I did <laughs> is I rented it right before I got on a plane to go to Portland oh. to visit my aunt. Clever. And I watched it in Portland with her. And she was cool with watching it with you. She was so cool with it. She provided wine coolers. Wow, at 13? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Go um, And I, I got back and I owed probably $25 in late fees <laughs> for this DVD. You know what I find interesting is that the library had no qualms. No, about they were like, take anything. it, go. They, watch this. Watch this. Watch this film. Get some culture. Yes. I love the library. I do too. For that I reason. still love the library. I, they have a, I don't know. I feel like I've just discovered how great the library can be in my adult years. Well, you were forced to use the library before, right? Yeah, and now we're I'm like, oh, I can yeah. just like. Go borrow this book. And fun fact with me in the library, every damn time I rent a book from the library, I get charged a, like, deterioration fee or whatever what? they call it. It's like, a damage, damage fee. fee. Because I always read my books in the bath. And, and my hands are always sweaty no matter what. And especially when I'm in the bath. And so where, where I'm holding it in its spine, whether it's a hardback or a paperback, there's always a little bit of a warpy happening because I always have sweaty hands and I always no. have to pay a damage fee. You have to change your behavior right now. You should wear gloves. He, no, no, this is you, how no. libraries survive. This is, is what highs in My damage yes. fees. <laughs> yes. You put the book in a Ziploc bag. How do I turn the pages? You have little tongs and you turn the page from the top. That sounds terrible. Well, this I'm just going to pay my $5 damage fees because $5? I am not going to turn the page with tongs. At least I didn't have to buy the book. At least I got to rent it for Honey, free. And then I paid really a $5 damage fee. a $100 fee. fee today. God, we're not talking about this. <laughs> I'm just saying you cannot engineer a solution for Kai for that a requires $5 tongs fee. and a Ziploc bag. You, this isn't happening. All right, do whatever you got to do to read your books in the bath. They just always get sweaty. I always have sweaty paws. That's fine. The other TV show that I really loved was Will and Grace, and I watched it every single week, and I would schedule Thursdays off so that I could watch the new episode of Will and Grace. This was when I was 16. So your three jobs when you were 16? Yes, my three jobs. Like Lindsay mentioned at the beginning of this whole blurb I played baseball as a youngster the first year I played there were some other gals on my team 
I really like them from for some reason. <laughs> for some odd reason. We grew apart. <laughs> <laughs> for some odd reason. Uh, and then when I aged out of Little League, my mom was like, okay, well, we'll put you in softball now. And I was like, mm. I'd rather, I'd rather go play baseball in the other league, like where you can be older. And she's like, no, you have to go, you have to play softball. But they would have allowed girls to play on the boys. Yes. Well, my mom signed me up for softball and I refused to play. So what did you think of me as a softball player well, when you met me? Softball gals are great. Okay. It's yeah, just, it's not for me. It's, it's not for me. And I wanted to play baseball and. What do you like about the softball gals? Um, it's probably like the ribbons in your hair. Well, I didn't have any There's ribbons. always ribbons for some reason. Um, the pants. It's the, the pants. The white pants. Yeah, it's the pants. All right. So that's all <laughs> I have. Does anyone else want to talk about their, their gay root, their queer root? I'll go. I have a visual aid for mine. The year was 1993. Lisa was three years old. <laughs> oh, that's nice. You're welcome. Um, or like seven, eight? How old? Lisa yeah, was, I was three seven. Years I was in old. second grade. I begged my mom to let me get a perm. I wanted like big curly hair. Do you know why you wanted curly hair? I don't. Was I there mean, somebody on TV? Or there had to have been. But you don't know who it was. It was probably like Saved by the Bell. I'm thinking maybe oh like Jesse from Saved Jessie. by the Bell. Jesse! I'm sure that had something to do with it. We came up to Utah. We were living in California at the time. We came to Utah for a family vacation in the summer. And. My grandpa is a barber, and my mom casually mentioned that I want a perm, to and dad. my grandpa was not going to have it. I remember him saying, you're not going to let her ruin her beautiful hair with chemicals. Her and my sisters went out for the day, and I was hanging out with my grandpa, and she came home. And this is what my grandpa had done to my hair. <laughs> oh my God. Lisa. Like, just so that you couldn't get it permed? Yes. Oh no. So, can you describe to the group what we're seeing here? Yeah. So, my hair had been. That's like a full bowl cut. A full. It was literally like a. So my hair had been about down to my belly button in kindergarten. And then it was about shoulder length kind of bobbed uh -huh. before this. And this is a straight up bowl cut. My hair is above my ears. It's kind of like mushroom cap. A little mushroomy. First of all, I remember my mom being livid. But this was like a very defining point in my childhood. This photo well, will be on our Patreon. Well, you just turned into a lesbian. Right. Like, against your own will. You just turned into a lesbian. was waved above my head, and then, like, there's this little baby dyke. Oh, no. That's just... How do you think Gramps feels about that? Well, he's not with us anymore, so I can't He probably felt him. fine about it. He's like, here, you wanted something to do with your hair? 
Here. I don't remember being mad about it. He had... He was a great grandfather. He must have talked me I'm sure into he made it. Made you feel so cute, like oh, this is so great. Right. This is you. a this is a better option. This is better for you. Do you feel like you were sporty? No. Was like it just he like was trying to? I was the kid that like if a brick was gonna fall from the sky, it was gonna land on me. Okay. I was like the most accident no prone sporty. weirdo. Chicken little. There was no way for him to Chicken know. Little. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way for him to know you were queer, so it wasn't like he was trying to match no. your outsides with your insides. No, he was like a Mormon bishop. I don't think he had any sort of maybe queer, he had a queer side. We gator. don't know. Yeah, maybe he had good maybe gator. maybe. So but do, I you, just... do you take this as a positive or a negative? Because you wanted a perm, you right, wanted agency son. over your own hair. And then you were left alone with your grandfather, who just cut it into a bowl cut. Right. Which I guess you agreed to, but also That's you were a very old. tiny child. If we want to get really deep, I feel like oh, we do. maybe this is like, you think you want something, but actually Here's you what want is gonna something make you happy. different. Here, okay, so queer culture is fucking with your hair all the time. All the time. That's true. That's true. Not true for me. Well, <laughs> I have <the> news. <laughs> I'm not queer. We've no. fucked <laughs> with your hair. Should I leave? Multiple no. you, times. You have soft since we've all known the time. you. Yeah. And you have an that, undercut that yes. my wife has given you during drunken shenanigans. We've fucked with your hair. I think for a long time I saw that as a very negative experience. Yeah. And now I think about it in a completely different way like, like what maybe that was like this power moment of like no fucking kids my age had a haircut like that like that especially was especially girls that was a boy hair yeah 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 that was like not a thing Couldn't i was the only thing like that photo is from back to school night for second grade and there's like no way that that was like a did anyone give you, like, negative comments at school? I don't remember. You weren't bullied. I feel like you'd remember. No. I don't you feel like that's a bully hair. I mean, I don't know what second graders do, but it's cute, but I can tell it's a bowl cut. Right. Well, and it's like a... I'm using it as an adult as, like, that was my first lesbian power haircut. Well... <coughs> Yeah. Your hair is still short. Right. You still it's have been a lesbian long... power haircut. Right. It's kind of it's kind of my <laughs> it's defined you in yeah, a way. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. So is are you saying that that's your root? Yeah, I feel like that, that was like that root? haircut wow. is my root. I respect that. What's your grandpa's name? Owen. Good Props. on you, Owen. Props, Owen. Oh my god, he said that all the time. Good <gasps> on you. Great. I have one other thing that's similar. Okay. Um to to your first thing, mm-hmm. Alex. The Little Mermaid. Somehow I knew that you were gonna bring up I watched that movie. Like almost every day. 
That's too too much. That's too many times. <laughs> it's not too many times. I identified with that movie for some reason so much, and it's just it's so fucking it's like, gay. I wanna so be like them, right? I want to walk like the people do. Like the people do. Here, I would like to pose the question: right. Is Ariel as a human? queer or is Ariel as a mermaid queer because she didn't fit in as a human she didn't fit in either place she didn't fit in in the ocean so is she queer on both counts because she's just kind of not is the norm? Ariel bisexual I love how Prince Eric is just like the most like just passe side character I couldn't even really think of a single about. thing that Prince Eric was in that movie right because he's, he's just not, the guy in the white blazer he's just the guy who like is there but Walks there's on the beach yeah there's just I love that every other character is more important than the prince I love that I feel like the fish and the crustaceans had a bigger role in that movie Absolutely. And I have to say, the fish and the crustaceans were queer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sebastian? Yes! Sebastian's yeah, he was the a gay boy. The queer, yeah. yeah. I like how when he walked around, he was clicking all the time. Just I don't like that. I like that. Well, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Ursula, she oh, is just yeah. like a gay God. icon. Oh, yeah. I feel like. Now I just want an Ursula chest tattoo. <laughs> no, you yes. don't. No, you Tentacles don't. all across your boobs. It's she just like her Christ face right here is a chest piece, and then her like, tentacles are just like it's surrounding. Kind of like her <gasps> oh my oh god! Oh my god! What a breakthrough! <laughs> but really, like, how many drag queens have done Ursula? Oh, I'm sure more than a dozen. We could count on all of our hands. More than that, I okay. guarantee. Okay. This makes me think of something, though. Can I just say very quickly? Yes. In first grade. We did an outdoor, so, you know, in elementary school, you do, like, sing-songy performances for your parents. Yeah. So we did a Little Mermaid under the sea, and we did it outside on the playground, like, on the blacktop, and there was a lot of... That's nice. Little scuba Holding your nose and doing, like, a little... So that was a huge part of I watched The Little Mermaid a lot too so I totally identify with that feeling of Ariel I'm wanting glad. to be part of you I I would like to rewatch this as an adult because it's been a really long time I would time. love for you to kiss um, the girl that song oh, like, yeah. I sing that okay. song all the time and I just like and people are like, oh, this is it's normal. Lisa can sing Kiss the Girl. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, Part of Your World, that's like, every song in it is just right. so gay. Can we get some more 90s Disney, please? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and can we talk about Vanessa? Oh, oh yeah, the bitch. <laughs> she's a bitch, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, she's a real bitch, okay. but like she was a hot bitch. <laughs> oh. Oh. So No? Am I the only one? Though? I mean, I guess I need to look up Vanessa. I mean, she has so the red who, hair, right? No, she has the black hair. Oh, 
She's, oh, right, right, right. She's who Ursula transforms into with like oh, with Ariel's voice. Yeah, the shell necklace. So she uh-huh. has the voice and she tries to like oh, woo right. Prince Eric. Right. The Little Mermaid. Your power lesbian haircut. Oh. Yeah. All right. Those are my roots. Okay. Who's next? I've got three things to say. The first one is Sherry from Lamb Chop. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> no. Oh, do, you, yes. do you agree with this? We talked about this last night, and I was like, no. Oh, I Sherry. love Sherry from I Lamb Chop. But Sherry's like a I, grandma figure. She was, she was like... It wasn't like grandma's a, next door neighbor that gets along really well with everyone and with she, everyone. She, like, and she was, she was like the gal, Mr. Rogers. Okay. That's nice. She was like the gal, Mr. Rogers. She was the gal, Mr. Rogers. I love Sherry. So did you want to be Sherry or did you want to be with Sherry? You wanted to be comforted by Sherry. I wanted to be comforted you by Sherry. You wanted her to like pat I your shoulder. Everything's okay. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Sherry. All right, Sherry, you're going on. Okay, so Sherry, <laughs> That's a cute little guy. <laughs> I haven't seen that. that. Wonderful. That was definitely a big one. The second one, I have a visual aid to share with the group, and it is a two-parted thing. When I was eight years old, my dad made me a tool bench because that's what I asked for for Christmas. And it was like legit. Like it was like a full size tool bench with the little pegboard on the back. And he bought me all the pegs. So I, and then like for Christmas, they gave me the tool bench and all the like little... child size tools. Yes. Yes. But like real tools. Wow. They weren't like fish, Fisher price. price. Like they were like small. Like I remember I had a pink tool set with like a mini like ladies pink hammer and ladies pink pliers and all that but like and then for my birthday that year so Christmas obviously December and then for my ninth birthday I asked for a tool belt which funny story about that, my friend Gil gave me a tool belt for my 29th birthday, which is interesting now as I was looking this all up 20 years later, literally. 20 years. A dot. Does it make you feel like you're living right? Yes, it makes me feel like I'm living right. I got a tool belt for my 9th birthday and I got a tool belt for my 29th birthday. And here is the photo of me with my tool belt. On what? my ninth birthday. Kai is in that a is one perfectly Kai. Tie-dye. Standing on one of those rickety-ass plastic <laughs> chairs. I'm very surprised it's holding up, actually. I mean, like, that's dangerous. Notice my glove and briefcase. Right. One glove. <laughs> Only one. We and it looks get your like hand a, dirty. It looks like a plastic, like, doctor's glove. <laughs> I'm Holding... Not yeah, it is. Is it? <laughs> it is. It is. So, and you have a Groucho Marx um, glasses, nose. glasses, nose costume on. Can I ask what's in the briefcase? Probably Monopoly money. Okay. I mean, that I makes sense. Tell Not you. your tools, because your tools are in the belt. Because the tools are all in the belt, you know. So The briefcase was just to be extra. Um, Official. Right. A business. 
I'm a, a businessman. Business I'm here to fix I'm some here to shit to with my briefcase. In my one-piece yeah. swimsuit with no shoes on, which seems very dangerous, I yeah. might add. That's yes. a real Kai thing. And then you can swimsuit see a real Kai thing to do. Yeah. Someone Again. here in the background just gurping. Picking their nose or whatever. Yeah, for real. You yep. can see this photo on our Patreon. Wonderful. Yeah. So it's definitely so you're definitely you really brought it back together between tool belts. You lived a whole life between tool belts. You know, I didn't even realize that until we just sat down right here that it was literally 20 years later. I got another tool belt for my 29th birthday. And yeah, a lot of life has happened between my ninth birthday and now my thirtieth birthday, a lot of queer life has happened <laughs> between those twenty years. And you still just want a tool belt. And I still just want a tool belt. And I got one for my birthday <laughs> last year, so it's great. My last thing that I wanna share is um about the same time, I was about nine years old, I think, and my brother Jeremy was 16, 17, so he's in the midst of high school, you know, and he has this cool Tacoma with Britney Spears stickers all over it. <laughs> Hold like on. His cool friend. He has cool Britney Spears stickers on his Tacoma? Yeah, yeah like on. when my brother As was... a 16 Yeah, when my brother was 16 in high school, it was like Britney was like hot shit like she was so hot so it was like a cool thing for a teenage like a, boy to an have equivalent like equivalent of like a Pamela Anderson yeah but yeah. it's not like a poster in your but room that's, it's yeah, just that's no it was like a cool different. like sexy sticker of Britney well to Spears. you it was cool well my brother was cool go on, in high school go on. and also I'm sorry but this is leading to another side note that I I was very upset about this because I remember my brother had his Britney Spears stickers on his truck when he was 16. And my parents were just like, boys will be boys. And then when I was around that age, I had the Rolling Stone poster of Gwen Stefani. If anyone remembers that image. Yes. There it is. That's the Pope. That is it. I had that poster on my bedroom wall when I was around 16. Inappropriate. Yep, it was, because I came home from school one day, and it was covered. It wasn't torn down. It was her midriff and belly were covered by She's some other modest. shit. She's not modest. Well, it's it's literally a bra and a hoodie. Well, but great. she also has abs. She's hot right. as fuck. Not, I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. But I'm sure that's what your Good parents you. were like. like Those are her underwear. <laughs> if yeah. you want the poster, it's six ninety nine on eBay. <laughs> Honey, can we hang that poster in our home? Yeah, we can. Perfect. So, anyway, I got sidetracked by Gwen Stefani. But my brother Jeremy, who had the Britney Spears truck, he had a gal pal who was not his girlfriend. He hang out with, like, a pack of five guys. And there was this one gal that hung out with them, and her name was Savannah. And I was in love with Savannah. And you were like nine? I was nine years old. Okay. And you realize now. Yes. But I real I would like, if I knew Savannah was coming over, like, 
I was always an early bedtime person. I love sleeping and nothing's changed. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go to bed. And I was that way when I was a kid. Like, I don't care what's going on. I don't care if everybody's watching a movie. Like, I just want to go be cozy in my bed. But if I knew Savannah was going to be over, I'd just meander on down to the kitchen. In your cutest pajamas. Yeah, make myself In your nightgown. <laughs> yeah. Queer culture so is carrying that Did we get to all three of your things? <laughs> yep. Savannah, my tool belt, and... Sherry. Sherry from Worm Chop. Got it. We got Love Sherry. Got them all. Lindsay? I thought I had settled on it a few times. And then at a quarter to 6 a.m. this morning, when I couldn't sleep, I realized... I re-realized what it is but I'm not gonna start there I'm gonna start with the things that I thought it was okay oh and you're gonna lead up to and the lead up to the 545 this morning realization yeah I've always been told that as a very young person and I imagine that means like maybe four or five six years old that I was very into Tina Turner <laughs> I don't have like super vivid memories, but when I listen to Tina Turner, it like energizes and flips like a very core part of me that makes me feel very happy. So I feel like that that's probably true. She has a lot of qualities that I think appeal to the queer community in general, even though she doesn't identify that way i think that, that I don't she know. has an appeal right. but she very much like yes. has been open and like welcoming of her like lgbtq plus fans like she's very much like right. accepted that she's kind of an icon in that arena well and she lives in like europe now yeah sweden right something like sweden that or finland of course she'd be open to that yeah oh, it's probably sweden I think it is or Switzerland. Yeah. Switzerland is where the Either way, are good for Alps. her. Okay. She wanted She's to, not a skier. She she's wanted not a to Tina's not a She's skier. top heavy. <laughs> she is. She's she's top heavy. Uh, have you no, have you seen her legs? Come on. Have she y'all has really never strong legs. She has strong she legs in Switzerland, so she oh, is skiing. <laughs> God damn it, Lisa. You can't help so sorry. But see her legs. That's part of her whole right. look. Yes. Anyway. Agreed. So I've been told this about myself. That you have always I sort of I feel been this about myself Tina. as an adult. But you don't have any like but I don't frontal know that lobe I, memories. No, I don't know that I have any like real associations in that way. But when you think about Tina, I mean obviously there's a lot of queer things. There's a lot of like different things about Tina. Mm-hmm. She's I feel like a when we watched that woman. documentary about yeah. her all together that's on HBO, it very much like paid homage to her LGBTQ plus fans and like how she respects the support. Like I feel like it is a two way street. Like I don't feel like it's just like we've adopted her anthems. I feel like she's like in support like, of us adopting her anthems. And yes. Yes. Use oh, it. yeah. Right. 
That's all. I now think, I just yeah. have private dancers stuck in my head. <laughs> oh my god. It's a great song. I think maybe maybe a part of that early part of my life that may have had an impact was Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Pee Wee's Playhouse I'm or Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Pee Wee's Playhouse and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh my god, I f- I feel I, like you saying I that just know. triggered like a flow of memories. Pee Wee's Playhouse was my jam. I had a like if I had a Barbie Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh my god, we could have been best friends. <laughs> yeah, because I had all the little toys, like his like wing back chair, the like. I had all the little toys. Wasn't he a creeper? No, he was not a creeper. No, he was in a porn movie theater. That's fine. Doing porn pornography. I have no problem with pornography. And the cops like decided that since he was famous, he couldn't do porn Porn. movie, like porn theater. Fair enough. I'm glad you knew the backstory because I did not. Yes, it's very unfair, and he was just being a human person in a porn theater, and just got railroaded. Fucked with. Got it. Got it. I'm glad to know the backstory on that. So I feel like Pee Wee may have a little bit of an influence on my view of what a man is and isn't and <laughs> my I mean no seriously though that's no, but that is that's really I've never watched it so I don't know he plays a very effeminate sort of like silly androgynous yes dude both like, of those effeminate and androgynous are both very good descriptor words for Pee Wee Herman yes yeah and his name's Pee Wee Herman yeah that's also a description. And his material. voice, his voice is so is like particular, soft like and giggly, pitched, lots pitch. of giggles, <laughs> giggly, yeah, yeah. That like little laugh he does. Can you do it, Lisa? I thought about it, and then I knew it wasn't gonna I be good. Just yeah. and then him dancing on the bar, with the platform shoes. Yeah, my real like coming out route. Was probably T Boz from TLC. Oh, oh shit. shit! Yeah, let me pull up the picture. Yeah. Um. Yep. We should have seen if that coming from. Yeah, <laughs> we all should have seen that coming from. A How mile many away. drunken dance party nights have we talked about? T Boz. T Boz. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's not really a surprise. So what's up with T Boz these days? You know, I don't. Oh, hey, girl. Damn. All right, so tell us about her. Yeah, tell like, us what about was it about T-Boz. her? Women back then could, like, dress tomboy, and it wasn't gay. It was just 90s fashion. The style. Yes. 90s Those fashion was pants. super, like, loose and. Yes. Her mm-hmm. hair in this photo, though, is. Oh, no, but yeah, that's I mean, the photo. That's this is the, that's yes. the look. This yeah. is this photo yeah. will be yeah. on our Patreon Clearly. and our Instagram. What song? Wow. What was the famous song that we? So creep. Yeah. In the satin. Yeah. Uh, on the, uh, the satin pajamas, pajamas. The button up. Right. Uh, but and also. Her and there's like wind. Yeah, they're yeah. blowing. The but also, like, around. what about your friends when they're like in? 
in like the dorm, like college dorms, and they're wearing like big baggy pants and they're trying to be like tough. Like that was the thing though in the nineties. I feel like women were trying to be tough. Yeah. Um, and be seen like as something women. other than just like <laughs> sexual <know>. specimens. <laughs> yes. In the nineties, seems like it was like. Kind you of were a take you were back like wearing the... a spaghetti strap little thing. Yeah, you, you were either the five pounds. You were either the or Spice Girls or you were TLC. TLC. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you chose and they're wearing boys' like... boxer shorts that are hanging out of their baggy pants and like right, I mean, as was the style at the that time. That gave yeah. me yeah. permission. If your parents are like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "No, TLC. Nineties fashion. It's nineties fashion. Look at these gals." <laughs> And then they're like, look at these nice gals. Yeah. They're wholesome. When it comes to, do I want to be T-Boss or do I want to be with T-Boss? This is a great question. Oh, yeah. That's trick. That's trick. Is that, that's a 50-50, isn't it? That's a 50-50. Yeah. I I agree with you, dude. I don't know if I can. But isn't that lesbians? Yeah, don't you just like sort of eventually become the same person, and like I am so (laughs) called out right now. Yeah, (laughs) isn't that just kind of how it goes? I mean, history and stereotypes, historical stereotypes, want you to believe that there's like a butch and a femme lesbian, but I don't think that's really true, necessarily. I feel like some relationships defy that, especially, but I feel like some are very, like, I feel butch like and femme. 80% of lesbian relationships, they're almost the same person. Well, maybe the like lesbians you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this because I'm, like, trying, I'm, like, evaluating the lesbian couples that I know and, like, when I identified it as, as a lesbian, I, I was very much like, I'm a butch and I want to be with like a girly girl and like I'm all of my friends, other than you two, but like all of my like other lesbian couple friends are very like. It's clear that left or right, like very much like on one side. And then when things start to deteriorate, it's because they got too close to the middle. Oh, so, so you think it's a problem? I don't think it's a problem. Cause obviously it's not a problem for you guys, but I I'm just saying everyone's different. I don't, think I do. I think everyone's different. Box. I think it's like, yeah, you can't box it up, but it's but very interesting also, to me. Nevertheless, I feel like maybe you're just drawing on, friends and friends relationships from when everyone's like 22. Sure. And yeah, sure. You know, those relationships, they haven't really matured into like adult relationships. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause a lot of them never made it into adult relationships, but it's interesting when you, when you come out, you're taught your whole life. If you like, a man, it's because you're attracted to them. And if you like a woman, it's because you want to be like them. But if you are gay or queer or anything outside of a straight person, that suddenly is not the case anymore. Because if you see another girl and you like her, 
is it because you want to be like her or you want to be with her? You just like, want to be friends with it. You're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want roommates? But like, Let's be roommates. <laughs> it's, it's a completely different realm that mm-hmm. straight people don't have to it deal is. with because it's literally those two things. Yeah. So once you're in this new world, it's like, opens up the whole world I, of where I think, do I go? I think I'm going to go on record and say I wanted to be with T-Boz. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, oh, I, respect you. We go. I respect you for that. Here we go. I think we had a good variety of like yeah. perspectives on root, but we would love to hear from all of you what your root is. I would love to read people's... Some root stories. Just like a Me little too. some synopsis. The other thing we wanted to do was just shout out booze and who's booze and who's bad people and good people <laughs> booze and who's booze and who's here's our boo corporations, large corporations. It's June and they've all changed their Twitter icons to rainbow whatever's of their own logos. Right. Well, and they're quietly donating to yeah. take money from the queers in June and then fuck them over the other 11 months, 11 of, the months year. of the year yep. and don't give a shit about anything. Do we have examples? Yeah. I, feel like I mean, I feel like it's like I swear to God, every company, bank Every in the banking world, institution, yep. Every department store in the world. Every, like, video game company. Yep. The problem <laughs> is that queer and gay, like, support organizations need money and here's AT&T with $1,000 for your float, but they have to put their name on it. Right. And so then it becomes the AT&T pride float, and you think that AT&T is so fucking cool. Boo, do your research. So boo is don't get so fucking jazzed when someone has a rainbow Somebody icon. Somebody changes their Instagram profile pic. And says happy pride month. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care about you. Nope. That wraps up the boo. The boo. Here's the who. Kai, would you like to take over? Well, my personal who this week is the Vinyl Me Please, which is a pretty large vinyl subscription club in the U.S. Decided to do a shout out of queer owned record stores and record labels, and they shouted out our company as like a pretty less short than list. 10 record stores, and they shouted out ours, yeah. Little Old Ogden, Utah, Lavender Vinyl. So that's my who of the We want to say good job and huzzah and three cheers to Vinyl Me, please. Yep, me too. They cheers. took our money. I've been subscribed Every to Mind Only Please for way too long. <laughs> I think they're doing good things. Yeah. Three cheers. Three, Three cheers, cheers to Vinyl Me Please. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hip hooray. hooray. Do you want to take the last who? Um, so I, I, I do actually, and it's a little bit of a sad who, but it's an overdue who. Overdue who. Um, and maybe this is a little bit leading into our next episode. In 2016, I believe it was June 12th, a disturbed individual went into a gay club and decided to 
open fire and I remember watching the news the next day and I was completely beside myself and upset because gay bars and gay clubs have been a haven for marginalized people for a very long time and for me you know personally I found myself and my people in those kinds of places and to imagine that kind of terror in a place where you come to feel accepted and safe was beyond what I could imagine. So the who is to Biden declaring that the Pulse nightclub will be a national monument. It deserves every bit of that recognition, in my opinion. So three cheers to President Biden and his administration for recognizing the horrible mass shooting down in Florida. I hate to end on a super sad note, but it is a very recent thing that has happened. Um, and it's a real thing. And it's, and it's a real thing. That would have never been recognized in the previous administration. So I'm glad that Biden didn't forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Three cheers to President Biden. Grandpa Biden. Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. Biden. Grandpa <laughs> Joe. Grandpa Joe did pretty cheers. good. He's done okay. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here with us. I hope we us. I hope we do another one. <laughs> <laughs> Music by Cop Kid. Art. Art by Debbie Dixon. Debbie Dixon. Shout out to Debbie. You can find us on our Instagram at Toasted Lavender Podcast. Find us on our Patreon, also at Toasted Lavender Podcast. And Find us wherever you find your podcasts. And we're just a bunch of queer people. Be bopping. Cheers. Cheers. We'll see you next week. Yes, we should include that. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's disgusting. I did it. It's disgusting. It's so. Are they scaly? Lindsay, you're really far away from your mic. I don't know. And you have to hold them right by the tail root. Like the tail root? Right by their butt. Yeah. The tail root. That's what they said. Have you ever seen the diagrams at the vet's office where it's like, here's the tail. Here's the tail root. No, but I feel like this goes perfectly with our gay roots. Yes. Here's the tail root. <laughs> hold them by their gay root. Yes, they're like, hold it, hold it right, right up there. Hold them by their root. Listen, she had gloves on. Don't worry.
Like I had big a leather huge gloves. Like up to my shoulders. Yes. Where were okay, you? San Antonio. San Antonio. Texas. Antonio. Yeah. Well, that's where this armadillo here was brewed, was in Texas. Yeah, we're doing